Kum landing a block to murder. We are up to the Ches Amar Aleph. This is the Gemara for Monday. <clears throat> the Gemara is about 20 lines on the top of the page. We're continuing to discuss the argument between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. And we have two versions as to their argument as to whether you have to have Shuma, whether you have to assess it beforehand. Rabbi says you don't have to. Rabbi Yosef says that you do have to. And we had, according to the second version of the Gemara, Rabbi Yosef says that in, even in a case where I did not give you a value and I said, whatever it is worth, nevertheless, it has to be assessed because we have to treat it like money. And money, we know exactly what it's worth. So to any Shavikas we use, we have to know exactly what it's worth. In the first version, it's basically talking about a case where I gave a value. And the question is whether the woman, the wife, or the Kala will uh, believe you or rely on it or not. Rabbi said you don't need to, uh, in a case where it turned out to be the value was correct, so you didn't have to assess it. And everybody said still it has to be assessed because maybe she didn't really rely on it totally. Says so the further, Amar Abiyasa, the first word line is Amar. Abiyasa said, no, I mean, I'll bring another proof. The This, you have to give five sloyim to be paid to your firstborn. So I'm giving this calf to a coin to redeem the firstborn. Or this particular garment, I'm using to redeem my son. It is, does not work. You didn't give the actual five slime. That's the ratio. The Sefer says, if you, however you spell it out, this eagle with the value of five slime should be the opinion of my son. Or then the son is redeemed. And you have to ask yourself, What's going on here? Why is the ratio different than the safer? Hi, pidyon hechidami. What are we talking about? Ilema de loishavi is taken not worth the five sloyim. And that's then kol kamine. That's because he spelled it out now. So the ratio, because he didn't spell it out, it's not padu. The safer, because he's, he spelled it out, it's worth five sloyim. If in fact it isn't, it's still value. It doesn't make sense. Is he believed? We're talking about both cases is that it's, that it's for five slain and it's taka worth five slain. So how come in the safe in the Asia doesn't work? Because in the Asia they didn't assess it. So the safe was talking about they assessed it and they evaluated it and therefore taka works. But the Asia they didn't evaluate, that's why it doesn't work. So there's a proof to me. What's Rabbi going to do? Deal with this price? How is Rabbi going to deal with this price? Says you want to know? You don't have to assess it. It's talking about a case where you said it was worth five and it's not worth five. So therefore, the ratio doesn't work. So how come in the safe uh, it does? The koyin accepted that it should work. The koyin said, you know what? I'll accept it as five slime. And how do you know that it works? How it works? In the case of Kana. Shakil Sudre Mibay Pinyana band. He once took a sudra, took a, a handkerchief, a kerchief from for a pinyana band and on Malay and he said, Lididi Khazali Khamesh slime. For me, it's worth five slime. So we see that what? That even though it wasn't worth five slime, he can say for me it is worth five slime. So that Asia is talking about that attacker wasn't worth a five slime. That's why it wasn't public, but you don't have to normally assess it. And the safe is talking about that it wasn't, but because the Koyan said Lidi Shavi, it's good enough. Omar Ravashi, Ravashi says, Loy Omar, when did you say that you can say with Shavia? El Kigoyin of Kahana de Gavra Rabahu. Only someone like Kahana was a great man. Umeboyile Sudra Aresha. And he needs to have a Sudra on his head. He needs a kerchief. So something that you really need, then 
it has no value. And if he says to me it's worth five, it's fine. I have a kuliyamaloi, but everybody else not. Now, what exactly means by kuliyamaloi? The big machlekes are shiny. Does it mean other koinim can't? Only that will learn, and why, and why, only Rabkana? And why? Because he is a Tamachacham and he needs to wear the special hat of Sudra, which is Said Hashem Lereya, a Tamidacham wear. I will call Amalai, everybody else not. Or we're talking about only um, not a coin versus a coin, but a, versus this kind of an object, which is really essential, versus other objects which are not so essential. And you cannot say Lididi When can you say Lididi Only something like a Sudra, which is really important. And uh, the Ran has a whole Chakira. What about, this is an argument that what we just said in Roshanya, Ran, the Rambam. What about in the case where something, where the, it's not worth a pruta, but the person says to me, it's worth a pruta. Can you create something from nothing? In other words, over here, maybe it has value, but doesn't have the value of five slime. So I can say to me, it is worth five slime. But if something has no value, it's less than a pruta to say to me, it's worth more than a pruta, maybe you cannot do that, or maybe there's no difference. As a digression, um, a few digressions. A very important machlekes, sort of Basel and Gemara, but very little said about this on this Gemara here is Rashi says over here that why why was this so important? Rav Kahana says Rashi because he needed the sudra, otherwise he would be gilirosh. What do you mean gilirosh? If you take it literally, means that he didn't have a, a head covered, he didn't have his yarmulke on, and and uh, what do you call it? And therefore, for him, it was very important. And uh, as he says here. And Rashi says the Gabra Rabahu is a very important person. The He doesn't go with a revealed head. If you take Rashi literally, it sounds like that you don't have to wear a yarmulke or head cover. Only a Kahana, because the Hashu person, he had to wear a head cover. The Mogan Abraham Simichets learns from here that when you wear a talus, you don't have to cover your head. However, um, Rav Kahan is a Talmud Chacham. We had an Arab Sachim in other places. Talmud Chacham used to wear a head cover called a, a Sudra, which is Sayyid Hashem Lareil. There's a fascinating Bach in Simon Manvav in, in Chayr Chaim, and there's a Bess Yosef. And, um, and basically, the question is as follows. We say in the, in the morning of Baracha, you crown our heads with splendor. And that's talking about a head covering. Now, if it's talking about a Yamukil, if it's about the Yamukir, then how did you make all the brachas till then? Because as, as the Gemara bracha says, and the Rama says it's all done chronologically, the order of events as it happens, Oita Yisrael B'Sifadr on the last brachas. How in the world did you make brachas in Simit Tzadik and Shonoruch and Tzadik Alba Shonoruch and Tzadik make um, a bracha without a head cover? So how did you make all the brachas till now? So the Beshach and the Bach both learn we're not talking about a head cover. We're actually talking about a hat. That you have to wear a hat, and the bracha oita yisrael b'sifarah is discussing a hat that you wear during davening. A yamki you have to always wear, and the tamid hacham who wore a special uh, head cover was a hat, and yet even that is is considered an essential item. It's important. We also have this by the ten things you need for a cup. So we have an interesting machlekes because the vilna gan and simachetz actually learned that you don't have to wear yamki. The tzemach tzedek and shalos chuvas and the muluyim. Says and our Chaim and Piskedim says clearly I have to wear yamka, perhaps even Matayda. Apart from the Taz and all these and the Marshal and Simonai and all these and all these other opinions there. But but interesting, Rashi says Gilur and what does Gilur mean? That if you learn Magen Rami is literally Gilur you learn that Bach Yosef not wearing a hat is also called Gilur Another interesting thing is that Taisus wants to know how Kana we had we had in Sochi Mark Bishnogi that Kana actually was was a Yisrael. 
So their mutation here says, but we already had, and we it's obvious from the, all the Gemaras that we learned that there were more than one Rav Khan, at least two, if not more. One we had talking to Ravashi, and one we had uh, talking to Rabbi Yechanan, and, and it was a student of Rav who ran to Israel, and we learned the end of Masech Baba Kama all about him. So um, there were two Rav Khanas. But what Taisa brings up here is a fascinating thing, and it's a big machlek as a shame. Taisa said, if Rav Khan was Israel, and we're not talking about the other Khan, but the first of Khan, how did he take Pidyan Haben? So Taisa makes a big chiddush here. That when it comes to Pidyan Haben, or Kohenes can take the five slayim just like a coin. It's the start exclusive domain of the male coinim. A female coin can also do it. And Rav Kahana took it on behalf of his wife. Other Rishayim totally disagree and say that just like all the other Matmas Kuna has to go to a coin, a male, and then they can you know, share it with their wife. But it goes to male, same thing over here as well. Okay, for the Gemara, um, says the Gemara, to approve this point. He heard the Marba Ravashi, Zovan Sudre Mi'ima de Rabba, Marba Ravashi bought a kerchief from the mother of Rabba, and um, from Kubi, the town of Kubi, Shavi Asada Betlesa, it was worth $10 and paid 13 So the Rambam actually, but why? Because to him it was worth that much. The Rambam actually learns that from here, that this is actually dealing with the laws of Aino. You know, you cannot do more than a sixth, but if you're Michael, you say to me, it's worth, you can. It's impossible that Marbel Avashi bought a kerchief from the mother of Rabban. Marbel Avashi was the next generation of Avashi. Avashi, in, in, we had, was born when, when the rubber passed, um, Ravash was born when the rubber passed away, and um, and Rabba was Rabba's teacher. Is it so? The apostle of Marba Ravashi went back four generations to the mother of Rabba, so you're going another generation. Others want to change Rabba to Rabba, but even that very difficult to imagine. A Marba Ravashi was bought, um, a, a culture from the mother of Rabba, to be three generations apart, but maybe. Take my further. Amar Abelazar, Abelazar said, and Nudin, he's casually the money if a man says to a woman, "You makudish me with eight hundred dollars, a hundred dollars." But Nasla Dini only gave her a dinner. Harei zuma kadesh. She is engaged. The Yashlim, but he owes her the ninety-nine dollars. So the first dinner he gave is considered a down payment, and the rest he owes. My time, why? Even the Amala Mana, because he said a hundred dollars for Yavla dinner and gave her one dinner, command the Amala Manastam as if to say, as if it's a condition. And we had a number of times, as if to say from now. In other words, some say the Pshat here is that she's Makuda straight away. The balance of $99 is like any other condition. Well, if it's like any other condition, she's bound by it, but he can change his mind and not give them the rest of the money and the condition dissolves. Others say, no, the condition is straight away and whether he gives the rest of the money or not, doesn't matter. The condition is straight away. The rest is not a tonight. He has an obligation to pay and she can take it to the tailor. But the condition is 100%. Machlik is how long of a time do you wait for it tonight? Because to some of the training is 30 days, because the other training is 12 months. Makes last a question. He's captured but if a person says you makudish me for hundred dollars, why you and you started counting the hundred dollars, the rotsa echemen If either one wants to change their mind, I feel a bit in even for the very last dinner, they can both change their minds. You just said if he said this kachibamana, the condition took place straight away. Here it says clearly condition does not take effect until the very end. 
So making a distinction between mana stam and monazu. If he says I'm gonna give you eight hundred dollars, then she's Kurdish, and I owe you the balance. But if he says monazu this hundred dollars, then it's not Kurdish to the entire hundred dollars is paid up. Can't be because since the next part of the price, which we'll discuss in a minute, it clearly talks about a case of Manazu, it must be talking about Manastam. Otherwise, why repeat itself? And not only why repeat itself, if you can tell me Manastam, I mean, I'm a Kurdish till the very end, then surely Manazu, surely no Kurdish to the very end. So, um, so obviously, um, <clears throat> so right now, the Gemara is saying, sorry. Right now, if this if the safer store is and and still I'm a good the very end. Cash what's the story? dollars dinner turns out to be it was only ninety nine. There or a copper dinner, which means it's useless. So it says clearly here, this is a case of monazu, which means the race from monastam, and monastam I'm a the end. If there was a coin there, but it's bad, it's the Yachlish in the Kurdish, and the Yachlish is changing. Machlik is a shame if she's Makudish even before she changes it, or you have, or she's not Makudish until after she changes it. So the Mara no, I can argue that Reisha is safer the Ummah Monazu. No, in the case of Monastam, Rabbi Loza is right, she's Makudish straight away, he owes her the balance. And in the, the safer, we're talking about Monazu. Sorry, and, and, um, um, sorry, and, and what about this Braise? This Braise, an entire Braise of Manazu. If the entire Braise of Manazu, and that's why you were counting till the very end of the Kudush then, so why do you repeat yourself twice? The Braise is explaining itself. If they want to change their mind, if they can't, what are we talking about? What, when is that talking about? If he said the Manazu, so the safer is explaining the ratio that we're only limited, this, this din is limited only to Manazu, in Amakulish to the end, the very end. It makes sense. But these are the ratio of Manastam. If you tell me the ratio of Manastam and she's Namakulish to the very last coin, you need to tell me that Manazu, this pile over here, is $100. She's Namakulish if there's not $100. Of course, it's obvious. You have to tell me. Says the Gemara, that's your whole basis to tell me. I mean, could be you're right that you're talking about here that the whole thing is about mana zoo, but to, your your proof is not compelling. Maybe the price is coming to tell you that um, that uh, and we're talking about mana zoo and mana stam. I why didn't need both cases? Well, I'll tell you why. Because the mission only had the price only had one case. I would automatically assume we're talking about mana zoo by telling us both cases. And one of them is Manazu, then I, I know that the other case is Manastam. And the Brai says, I agree with Rabbi Loza, and says that what? That even Manastam, you're not Makudish till the very end. Tana Seifa, so I tell you, Reisha Manazu and Manastam have a glucid. Tana Seifa Manazu, that's why the end is from Manazu, Mikal the Reisha and Manastam. Bafilahachi, loy have a glucid. The Brai says, I'm Rabbi Loza. However, if Ashi comes along and says, I'll tell you, don't let's say the Brai says, talking about Manastam. Yet Rabbi Lozer and the Braisa are two different cases. Uh, there's not arguing. Rabbi Lozer says if you say Monastam, she's Makudish straight away, you owe the $99. And according to, and the Braisa says Monastam, you're not Makudish till the very end. What's going on here? Rabbi Asham, there's another difference here. Because Hermione Bahailich is sitting there, and, and because she's sitting there, she's counting the money. Or they're both sitting there and they're counting the money. What does that prove? That proves they're not happy to be, but she's not happy to be Makudish until she counts the full, mo the full money. That's why you're not Makudish. But in a normal case, gives her a dollar and she doesn't say anything. 
Since over here, Mayna Bahayla Khashani is different because the Da Ta'akula, she intends to receive the entire money. Maybe she's embarrassed to ask if she doesn't receive the entire money, so she wants to see the entire money is here. And that's why it's very, very different. If in the case of Manazu, also, it's only talking about a case where they were counting, whatever you weren't counting, and she's prepared. You say Manazu's pile, she's not even interested in counting and she's accepting whatever it is, even if it's less than the full amount. Because there's actually another thing we'll learn later about if you said $199 for there. So maybe if, if you didn't count, or even if you didn't count, when it comes to Manazul, you expect to see the entire $100 there. So I think what a hygienist of the what do you mean a copper coin? If she knew it was copper and she accepted it, her sovereign of copper, she accepted it. gave it to her a night. There's a very interesting machlek It says that by Gitan, you shouldn't give a get by night. And since we are comparing the yachts of a heist, we're comparing Kedushin to Gitin, then there's one of the Rishonim, I forgot who it is already, says clearly that you cannot do Kedushin at night. So some want to learn Pshat only when it comes to a star, because that's what we're comparing to a get. So a star, you should not write at night. But well, we don't do star today. We, we have a chupa with Kedushin with money. But others say that all Havoyas are compared to each other. You can never have a chupa at night. And all chuppas must be done during the day because we compare to star and star is compared to gitin and gitin at night. So they ask a question right here. It says clearly here that you gave money at night. So it shows you could have a chuppah at night. So they, so they try to deal with this gemari here. So I want to make a distinction between, let's say, giving a ring and giving a star. A ring to be at night. It's only a star that cannot be at night. Others say, what well, doesn't mean night. It means dark. But it's definitely during the day here, according to those who hold, you cannot have a chuppah at night. You know, a bad coin. You said you can still a valid kedusha. What are we talking about? Either learn off the kind of If it's useless, then that's a copper coin. It can be used, but it's difficult to find people who will actually accept this as currency. With a hundred dollars, then he placed a mashkin on. He said to her, look, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars. I'm owing you a hundred dollars. And then he didn't give her any money, but instead he gave her a mashkin, gave her a security. So the din is ain't Why not? Because mona ain't can, mashkin ain't can. Big from how to learn shavia. About five or six different ways of learning. But Rashi, whatever, learns that money ain't can. The hundred dollars. And in Rashi itself, was being machlik, I don't understand. But simple pshat is, he didn't give any money right now. And therefore, so what's he watching Mikhailash with the mashkin? But that's only a tangible thing he gave her. But the mashkin really does not belong to her. She has to give it back to him. So what's with the Rashi Mikhailash? Others say that he doesn't even owe her the money because you know he's just indebting himself. There's nothing there. There's no commitment. And the mashkin is not a way of committing himself to give money. And therefore, the, the, the since it's, and so why doesn't the mashkin work as a guarantor? I'm giving you a guarantee, like any other guarantor. The guarantor doesn't receive the money, yet, yet he owes, you know, he, he still owes it in case, uh, you know, the borrowers just have the money to pay back. So we're saying over here is that when can you be a guarantor if a loan took place? There's a labor, then the, the guarantee kicks in. But since over here there's no loan, because no money changed hands, just an indebtedness which is meaningless, Therefore, the mashkin has no, not an order either, not a guarantor either. Ace for Ronach, Rabbi, my question is clearly, Kitchen of Mashkin Makadesh, it says clearly, if a woman received a mashkin as Kedushin, she is engaged, she becomes the gay betrothed to him. So we see that you could with a mashkin. See, what do you compare? Hassam, the mashkin that hated, 
They're talking about somebody else owes this man money, and they gave that, and this and this man received security in lieu, and he turns around and takes that security where there's a there is an actual debt attached to it and gives it to her and says, You me with this mashkin. That is effective. But in this case, there's no loan. He's saying to her, I'm gonna owe you a hundred dollars, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars. Meanwhile, here's security for that. And therefore, there's nothing here. Now, why is it if somebody gives you a mashkin and <clears throat> security for payment? Do we say that the, this person, the, the, this lender now has certain ownership in it and he can actually use it to engage a woman? It says that if you give back at night the blanket to this poor person, this borrower, you'll be considered a stalker for you. Now, if you tell me that the lender has no rights to this mashkin, so where does the come in? So the big mashkin is showing him when there's two kinds of mashkin. There's a mashkin which means they come to due date and the guy doesn't have what to pay, so I take security. So then the Yitzchak says clearly that that is a form of payment. It says if you paid me, but you have the right to take it back when you give me the cash. So then the Yitzchak says that this person owns the mashkin. Here we're talking about a case talking about the due date hasn't arrived yet. Sorry, the mashkin was given together with the loan. So it's a lesser degree. So therefore, let's say the mashkin is completely the person's, you know, it's completely his. Here, it's not completely mine. I'm only like the patient holder, Shreem Sachar. I'm chayiv, obligated for Geneva, they just don't get lost. I'm not responsible for because it's a step lower. Others actually learned that this is talking about a mashkin that was given Anyway, bottom line is that here the mashkin has a, a different kind of mashkin came with a loan and therefore the person has rights to it and that's what he passes on to her. Either he gives the mashkin or the shibit of the loan, different opinions of learning. What's fascinating here is a tesis. And this is a, a question that always bothered me and I can see here that tesis, two answers to tesis would deal with this very question. The question is as follows. Um, if somebody, this shayla came up many years ago, if somebody, let's say, uh, a mashullah comes to you and um, asks you for tzedakah for, for, for themselves or for an institution, you give them a $1,000 check and they give you back $900 cash. So you, over technically, you gave them $100 cash. They gave them a $100 tzedakah. But in the end, the person, the donor, actually made money on it. Because if he wouldn't have done that, he would have to pay taxes on $1,000, let's say it's 40%. Yeah, he would have lost four hundred dollars, but because he gave it to a charity, he and he uh, and he only ended up giving a hundred. He got back three hundred dollars. He got back full nine hundred dollars. So in fact, he made money on this deal. Is that tzedakah or not? Then the question is as follows: It's tzedakah, the main primary objective tzedakah that the poor person should receive, or the primary thing that you have to give. It has to cost you. If the poor person should receive, they received a hundred dollars. What's the difference? How I did it? But if the main thing is that the um, that tzedakah is that it has to cost you, then in this case there's no tzedakah. That's the question. So we bring a proof from the uh, a famous case. If you lost money, somebody else finds it, you fulfill the mitzvah tzedakah. You so that proves as long as you lost, therefore the tzedakah. But that doesn't really prove that because the fact is the poor person received it. Maybe that's why it's called tzedakah. So Tasis asks, so, so which way is it? So Tasis asks an interesting question, and based on Tasis' two answers, it's clear that this is the argument, and I haven't seen anybody quote this Tasis, but that's what it would seem. Tasis has a question. 
your whole proof that it's considered that that it's that you have rights over the mashkin is because when I return it to the poor person, we call it tzedakah. If it, and if it didn't belong to me, then there's no tzedakah. I'm giving back the person their, their items. So take has a question. It's still tzedakah. I don't have to. I'm, I'm giving the, every night. I'm going to your house. And I'm giving you. To, I'm giving you a blanket. I don't have to give it. I, right now, I have the rights to the blanket because of mashkin, and yet I'm giving it back to you. Isn't that tzedakah? That's what Tezik's question is. So Tezik gives two answers. The second answer Tezik is that no. The second answer is Tezik is Tezik is it's not called Tzedakah if it's not mine. If it's not mine, it's not called Tzedakah. In other words, even though I'm doing a good thing, I'm giving you something back, I'm giving you something of yours, but because it's not mine, it costs me nothing, that isn't Tzedakah. Tezik's other answer is no. Even if it's not yours, it, you're afraid to do Tzedakah. But you know why in this case he can't do it? Because every time you give it back to that person, that person benches you. So it comes out that I'm getting ribus for the loan. Not only will I get eventually paid back my loan, I'm getting all these brachas. That's ribus. And that's the problem. And if, but if it's mine, then the thank you he's giving me is not for the loan that I gave him. He's giving me thank you for the, for the mashkin that I'm giving him, mine, because I own it now, and I'm bringing it back to him every night. For that, he's thanking me. That's not called ribus. That was what's the, the answer, first answer traces that that you are the kind, the mitzvah, even if it's not mine. Clear, that's the argument. If I'm giving you something that isn't that, but it doesn't cost me anything, am I doing a mitzvah? And therefore, the same question comes up, like the Mishnah Malach asked about Kedusha, we spoke a few days ago. If you give something which is, let's say, which is also to a poor person who's sick, have I fulfilled the mitzvah? But it cost me nothing, it's not even mine. But you received something. That's the machlek of the two answers in Texas, which is interesting. Also interesting is about ribas. The first answer Texas says that that's called ribas saying thank you. You did the mitzvah that you're giving me. And the second answer says not. And the argument is if you're giving me ashikayah for doing a mitzvah, is that also called ribas dvarim? According to one answer, Tesis, yes, that's ribas dvarim. When is it when the Mishnah says the end of Ezra Nesha, but you know, I say thank you, is if he says thank you for doing the mitzvah, that is ribas dvarim. But if you're just being a mentor saying thank you, maybe you're allowed to. And the second answer, and that's how it comes down to you're allowed to. The second answer of Tesis is no, that saying thank you for doing the mitzvah is not ribus. When is the ribus if you say thank you for being a mensch? That is ribus glory. And yeah, let's continue more. Says the Gemara, or six lines at the top of the page. Bnei. They once bought a maid, the pretty for a few coins, but they didn't have any money for, with them. Oh, you see, the Nascha, they gave a mashkin a piece of silver. Because of course, Prutus, they gave silver. So the maid became more expensive when they came to pay the full money. And the question is, who owned the maid? When you gave the pretty, you didn't give it as a down payment, you just gave it security. So you paid nothing for them. So therefore, there's no, you didn't pay anything. And the mashkin, didn't become theirs. So you did nothing and the value now is increased. You want to buy it, you have to pay the extra money. So I've learned. He's catching the money. The man says to the woman, you could me with $100. Then the tolta, she took it, was a rock to the yam. She threw it into the sea, or into a fire. Or something, anything imperishable, ain't a she's not engaged. Why? Because it shows that she's not interested in getting married. Seems from here, he threw right in front of him, threw right back in his face, have a condition. It will be condition. That doesn't make sense. She's saying clearly, I don't want it. 
That's obvious. If she threw in the border of the ocean, now what happens? She has to reimburse him because she just ruined it. So therefore we'll say, look, cost of money, probably she accepts the And I, why did she throw it in? If she wants to be included, why did she throw it away? To test to see if he has anger. No, we say she's not Kedushin. Abba's question is, what's the point of Tuscan's anger if she accepted the Kedushin? It's too late already. She's married to him. So maybe that's exactly like a condition. She wanted to say, if he gets angry, I'm not going to be interested in marrying him. But if she doesn't get angry, I'll marry him. That's what we thought. Kamash learned that no. It's a total rejection. Total what we learned. He's actually uh, He said to you, Makudish me with $100. There's a big machaik as a shining, by the way, in the previous case, when she threw, tossed it into the, into the fire or into the river, that she had to leave straight away. What about she did five minutes later? Maybe because then we have a, a suffix condition because maybe she's Makudish and she changed her mind. Or, and we know by condition is the only thing you cannot, the condition of Gitin, you cannot change your mind. You cannot change your mind, even so there's a whole discussion how quickly she had to throw it into the river. Then one further, then we learned. She, he says to her, and she says, give it to my father, give it to your father. No, she said, give it away, I'm not interested. If she, if she says, I'm a nashi kabumli, she says, give it to my father, your father, on condition they accept it on my behalf, mikudashis. is a shayni, says, sounds like she said, I want that to be shlil kabola. Can she appoint through a shliach, another person to be her shliach Kabbalah to represent her, and as soon as they receive it, she's she's uh, in divorced or not shliach Kabbalah, just generally. So why do we need to learn Abba and Avicha? It's the same principle. Tana, we learn Abba, my father, no, she said my father, she's still not interested in getting married, even though he's given a gift to her father, and Tana, Avicha, his father, what? He's said, I want that even though your father is a stranger to me, I'm happy if he accepts to be my shlich. He's got he says to her, and he, she said, Total friend, give to a total stranger. The same, same difference. If he accepts to be my shlich, yes. We need all three cases. To be answered, he explained why he said those, those two Hassan who the only over there. She said, I want them to represent me because she knows that the Samcha died to lie. She relies on them. So, fulfill my request. I'm a plain stranger. Why would it do it? She never lied, they just said it. She meant, I'm rejecting you. Only here, she said, Give it to that person, you know, no condition. Look at the person, he's saying, Clearly, I don't want it. Why should she give a gift to a total stranger? Give She says, give it to my father, to your father. She's close to them. And she says, place it on this stone. She is not Mikudish. She's not Mikudish. But if it was her stone, then she is Mikudish's. Why? Because uh, she's, as Rashi says, she's kaidu. She's she's mikdash. She's because of a chutzis, like her stone. Everything on it, she's kaidu. Boy, the bibi. What about selushesh name? Mao, the stone belongs to both of them. Take good question. Tais says, understand. If it's talking about a chutzis, we learned already. The chutzis belongs to both. You're not kaidu. Neither of them could be kaidu on their own. So therefore, what's the shaila here? What what exactly is the shaila? So therefore, Tais learns uh, totally different. Tais learns the. Um, it, 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 the question is whether she relies 
that um, that it should be mekudesh. It's not kinyan chatz at all. That it, it it's not only with kinyan. Has to do with does she rely on this as if she's saying, oh, I really want to be mekudesh, and that's why if the stone is hers, it sounds like she's saying, yes, I do really. We know that she accepts. If the stone is not hers, as if she's saying, I'm not interested. Question is amongst both. What is she saying? Is she saying I'm interested, or is she saying I'm not interested? The rush writes, but how is she Makudish? If, if it lands on a stone that does not read that you know, if, if it's not a Kenyan or anything else, how is she Makudish? So he says he adds one more word, and you threw the money. She says, put it on the stone, but he threw it into her pocket. So she's Makudish through her pocket. The question is only. What his intention, her intention was? She was she agreeing to get married or not? So if we make a distinction, sell us law, sell us somebody else. Tell you about further. Boy, that muddy. Kelly, but I'm dog was chasing after her. Sorry, skip the line. He's got to be kicker. You mukudish me with a loaf of bread. Don't look at her. She says, "Give it to my, give it to a dog." Ain't a mukudesh. No, she's rejecting it. Although he might tell her, "Does her dog mukudesh?" Because then obviously she's taking it. Boy, the muddy keller brought sachel. A dog was chasing after, threatening to bite her mouth. Now who another kamatz nafshimine gomer mekanya nafshim? Do we say if he then goes ahead and tosses the bread to the dog and distracts the dog? Should that pleasure that she received, she's happy to be married to him. She received something. I do, and what's your She can say to him, You have to save me. So, therefore, I, I have nothing from this. Take me. What about his catch? He says to her, You mukush me with a piece of bread. And she says, Tululani, give it to a poor person. Any mukudashes. I feel on that even a poor person that generally relies on she's not mukudash. Why? My time, he gave the bread to the poor person because of what she said. She said, the poor person, so are you. And the Shemir and the Pasquare talk about, are you to give money to every poor person? So because she wants to give money to that poor person, I have a chiv of giving mice, and maybe I can give to other institutions, to other poor people, who's have a chiv to give to this poor person. Interesting discussion. You know, every poor person that you see that you have to give stock to, or you have a chiv of giving a minimum of 10%, but you can decide. Who to give it zakat to? And it seems from here, from the Gemara here, that she says to him, "You're mechuyiv to give it like I am," which sounds like if there's a poor person there, everyone has a chiv to give. <clears throat> and um, says about further, who gave is a person that become masbi in chumre person was selling, as Rashi says, buttons made out of um, tin or buttons made out of glass. As he said, woman came along, beautiful jewelry. I'm gonna have the chachul. Give me one string. I want to make a necklace. If I give it to you, will you be Kurdish to me? She said, give, give. She says, give, give, it doesn't mean anything. Um, if she says, give, give, and I'll be a Kurdish to you, is it the same thing, or that's very different? Because she had the words, I'll be a Kurdish. She just wants the necklace, so he, she just says whatever he wants to hear. She didn't mean it. Similar story. Who gave the person that was drinking wine? The chanos in the store. Also, he said, "Woman came along." She said, "Have the Give me a cup of wine. Looks so nice." If I give him, he give me people. Get married to me. Give, give, give me the drink. Give me a drink. Your drink means nothing. Who gave the person that was The person that was tossing up dates from a palm tree. Also, he said, "Woman came along." Give me two. Amalei said to her, "Isha din lam gidesli. If I give it to you, will you be kodesh me?" Amalei, you say, "Shadi mitzvah throw throw." Amalei says, "Because shadi mitzvah lav kumi throw throw means nothing as well." So three different cases saying the same thing. 
Taisa already says each one is a little bit different. One is to do with food, one is to do with drink, and one is to do with other matters. I tell you, in all these cases, if you repeat, double up, you're just saying it to please him, but it doesn't mean it. You didn't say twice, but once. If you, you know, he says it, he says, give me, not give, give, but give me, or give me the drink, and so on. What happens then? I swear in the crown of the king, now the Gemara will sum up a bunch of halachas. Hilchasa ain't a mekadeshes. She's not mekudish. The hilchasa shiroi loyt zichashuma. The halacha is that silk does not need an assessment. The hilchasa kerabelazar. The halacha kerabelazar. If you say it's kachu, you give a hundred dollars, you give one dollar. She's mekudish. You hold the ninety-nine. Not like the brayse. The hilchasa kerava amram nachman. The halacha is. Like Rabbi says, Nachman, that money ain't can mashkin ain't can. If you say, I owe, I owe you $100 and here's the mashkin, it's nothing. Fascinating, <clears throat> the sugi here of Shiroi Loi Sikha Shuba. There's a fascinating Rabbi Tam. He learned Shad over here. Why don't we just say Hikhasakarab? Why say Hikhasakarab? He wants to say like this <laughs> that there's a difference between silk and other things because <clears throat> a silk is something. That generally people have an idea what the value, especially women, they buy clothes, they have an idea what the value is. So the halach is that we don't need to assess it. But he says when it comes to things that people are not really aware of the true value is, even halacha, you're not allowed to use it. We don't want to say because you think it works in all places. It does not work in all cases. And Teisha says, this is the basis for the custom that by a chuppah we do not use a diamond ring. Because when it comes to a diamond ring, most people have no clue of what the value of the, di- of the diamond is. Some people might think it's worth more than it is. Some people might think it's worth less than it is. Now that you have lab diamonds, you can't even tell. Who knows what, the, the, what kind of diamond you're getting. So it says, based on this, we use a simple ring. We remove the stone, he said, but we use a simple ring for a chuppah so that there's no issues whatever. It's just worth a pruta, and you don't have to assess it, and that's good enough. That's why the Rabbi Mask is worth a pruta, and we want as simple as possible, clean, and some say you know, nothing should even be written on it, so it has zero value whatsoever. Zero, you know, just pruta, and that's it. And there's, there's no shyness whatsoever. Okay, have a good day. See you tomorrow.